Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Nerd Eternal Network. I'm your host, the experienced some call Jason, and with me today is... Blurred Dawn of the Veil, the Todd Father. The token sellout, Tarky. CDO113, the droid you're looking for. And today we're going to be talking to you about news from around nerddom. Uh, several stories in going zone. I guess the biggest one is probably uh, Discovery buying Warner Media, or excuse me, merging with Warner Media. They are purchasing it f uh, from AT and T for, I believe it was forty three billion dollars. Which, you know, sounds like a whole lot of money until you look at how much AT&T bought it for back in uh, 2016. What did I say it was before we started recording? $109 billion? So, Yeah, somewhere in the three digits of billions. Yeah. I guess what I find shocking about that, well, one, that Discovery's got that kind of money. And that's a, that's a big decrease from Warner Brothers. The DC movies flopped. Yep. Yeah, but did they did they flop fifty something billion dollars worth? What's the next DC movie? Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah, Suicide Squad's next. Yeah, but uh, like for reference, in 2016, that was Batman v Superman. Arguably the worst one. And then after that, I think there was just like there was just more optimism for DC right at the cusp of 2016, and it kind of went just downhill from there. Yeah, and then the oh. beer virus knocked the shit out of yeah movies. Period. Yeah, that's true. That 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 would have affected a lot of things. I was not thinking about COVID. My my question is is are they selling? All of Warner Brothers to Discovery, or did before the sale happen, AT and T goes okay. We're going to take Warner, you know, like how Warner Brothers can be a parent company of itself. Did they cherry pick out what they wanted out of that? Like, okay, we're keeping this, we're keeping this. Okay, and we'll just sell Warner Brothers. The thing I read sounded like pretty much all your kind of identifiable yeah, stuff yeah, they, is going. Yeah, they they're getting Warner Media, okay. which is Cartoon Network, Warner Brothers Studios, DC Comics. You know, uh, TNT, TBS. Well, all the old Ted Turner yeah. stuff. Yeah, all that shit. Okay. Because the... you know, I've heard about mergers and sales before, but before they, you know, sell this item off, they look at it as an individual parent company. Okay, well, we want to keep this, or so we'll take this out of the deal. And we want to keep that, we'll take that out of the deal. Now, here, we'll sell this. And so that that might have explained some of that decrease in, in also, but. If they're selling everything, then nah, wow. they, they basically well, all the media and went, yeah, y'all have it. So Discovery effectively co-owns DC Comics Warner Brothers now. But where it's super nebulous and you're not really sure what goes where is in like video game studios. Yeah. Because like some of them are direct, some of them are just published through Warner Brothers Interactive. So, like, where they go 
on the end of this, you're not sure. Well, you know, I assume the ones that are separate companies and just published through them, those deals will probably stay in effect. Yeah, there's there's usually a clause in a lot of these corporate contracts that in the event of purchase or merger or whatever, either this is how this is handled or it will be, you know, renegotiated on a such and such basis. Right, but... Let me let me just pull up the most obvious one, which is NetherRealm Studios. NetherRealm Studios does Mortal Kombat. It's completely its own thing. It just fine, but they also do Injustice, which is specifically a game involving DC characters. Mm-hmm. But they're under they're under the branch with Warner Brothers. There will the DC will. If they make an Injustice 3, will it have Warner Brothers Interactive or will it have Discovery? Probably both. Discovery probably won't mess with something that actually makes money. Because my wife and I, we watch a lot of the stuff on the Discovery channel on our cable. We we haven't purchased the Discovery Plus for ourselves. I know my mother-in-law has it. And, you know, the shows that you watch there tend to have different production companies in and of itself mm. for Discovery, so. Oh, yeah. that's right. yeah. HBO, oh, HBO right. Max would be a part of this. I was not thinking about that. Yeah. 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 Netherrealm Studios is also tied in because of the new Mortal Kombat reboot on HBO Max. But if they're their own company, that still just deals between them and Warner Media. So those deals would not necessarily be altered. Yeah, uh, most of that stuff is grandfathered. <laughs> Because it's not like it's not like Warner Media is going away. It's still kind of its own thing. Yeah, it's just merging with Discovery. Mm-hmm. Still saying King Shark hosts Shark Week, bro. And you have the the black comedian and Sylvester Stallone host it with him. We alternate days. Some days it's the CGI King Shark. Some days it's the animated King Shark. That's why you have both of them. Not at the same time though. That'd just be weird. Yeah, you're not trying to make it weird. And then you're you get the one. You get the one from the uh, direct-to-video DC movies that just you know shouts that he's a shark. Well, you have him pop up like in the middle of different shows. He just pops up in the corner and goes, "King shark, shark is a shark." Disappears. <laughs> I, I, I hope his discovery is listening because we're 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 handing them gold here. Yes, sheer gold and. Nerds would tune into Shark Week just to watch that. Nerds turned into Shark Week anyway. Just watch sharks eat shit. There's a reason why they put Shark Week on during sweeps. Because people like watching sharks attack shit. But anybody got any theories on how this might affect the comics? Because AT&T was, you know, it sounded like they were looking to potentially axe the comic studio. Well, yeah, a- AT&T was looking at, is, was basically looking at all it. They spent so much money to get it that it caused them to have to kind of look at the bottom line. It was like, this shit ain't, this shit ain't making us money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but see, I could see uh, Discovery going, you know what? We're going to sell just DC. We'll sell it to Marvel or we'll sell it to the highest bidder, you know, to get some of their money back. 
Or would they look at it, or would would the high-ups in Discovery go, you know, we're going to take another shot at the movies, dudes, just make them like the book this time. Yeah, because you have to realize the only value in DC Comics right now is the fact that it gives you access to Superman, Batman, and since they've got WB, the movie studio, you'd be a damn fool to do that because the trick is... The only people that give a shit about the comic books are the fans. The companies look at that as we have access to these big names that are, you know, some, in some cases 80 years old, and we'll put these properties out here in movies, and they ain't good comics be damned. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the even these, even even uh, Disney, rather, yeah. looks at Marvel Comics as research and development. Yeah, they don't have use it because they will gleefully take something that failed in the books and go make a movie of it. And expect the movie to do better, but but still, that was that was the thing that kind of that kind of popped AT and T was, yeah, you had the DCEU going, and the DCEU, let's be honest, it didn't start well. It it started controversial. It ended controversial. It it just. Well, they drug their feet. They, they drug their feet getting started, and then wanted to try to rush to catch up to where Marvel had gotten. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you can remember walking out of Man of Steel. Remember, Jason? I was like, I enjoyed it because Superman did some stuff, but he's too dark. Mm-hmm. And if he's this dark, my God, Batman's gonna be the Punisher, and yep. that's literally what you got. Yeah, yeah. My wife and I we went to the to the vet yesterday with our dogs, and the vet and I were talking about the fact that his son is now graduating high school. And he said, "It's it seems like time just blinked because one of the first conversations he and I had was about the Marvel movies, about when Iron Man had just come out. And he asked, is this something I can take my five-year-old to? And I'm like, yeah, you know, if, as long as you know he's seen a little violence on TV and you don't have a problem with it or violence in, in his cartoons or video games, it, he, he'll just see the big shiny guy in the suit. It won't be, you know, anything like too shocking. And so as the years of Marvel has progressed, that kid has gotten older and now the kid is like, hey dad, I'm going to see such and such. You want to go with me? And, you know, it was just one of those things of, see, Marvel took that many years to develop their universe where DC is like, we're going to put all that and that don't work. Yeah, well, they've proven that. Because, you know, he and I were talking about the DC movies that have come out and how disappointed, because he was a big DC fan, and how disappointed he was. His two exceptions were the Suicide Squad movies. He thought they were hilarious. You're welcome. The first you know, one. Yeah, but so you've only had one so far, so. And he's seen the trailer for the second yeah, one. He yeah. said, that was hilarious. Second one was really good. The, the other DC movies that have come out, he didn't care for. Now, he went to the Wonder Woman movie with his daughter, and she really liked it. But for him, it was like, okay. You know, he just got through seeing Captain America do the same stuff. Mm. But it just shows you that, you know, Marvel took, like, what, a decade and, and some change to get their stuff as a universe, and DC tried that in two movies, and it don't work. Yeah. I'm just hoping with with new owners, I'm hoping they give it another go and you know go a different direction with it this time. I don't have yeah. a lot of faith in them though. But... Yeah, I don't have I don't have a lot of faith in them. Uh, 
hopefully we'll get hate mail from this, but step one would be don't have Zack Snyder have shit to do with any of this. Anybody that was involved in that first run, keep the fuck away from him. Nope. Yeah. Nolan, Goyer, Snyder, keep all of them the hell away from him. And if they were smart, they would go to over into DC's animation and let them write the damn live action stuff because yeah. they don't fail. The cartoon kick ass. If if you had had the team of people that worked on the cartoons working on the movies, they'd have probably kicked the MCU's ass because you would have had because DC had better has always had better name recognition than Marvel. And I'm not sure had, that's true now, but it was definitely was back well, in the day. Not now, but that was that was true when all that was kicking off. If you'd had the people. Well, you couldn't have McDuffie because he passed by then. But if you'd had the people that were working on the cartoons that are currently working on the cartoons write the stuff for live action, yeah, they'd have they'd blown the MCU out of the damn water. Yeah. I mean, they just would have. And that's coming from a fucking Marvel zombie, but they, they'd have blew them clean out of the water. But they put, they put that franchise into the hands of somebody that does not like superheroes. He's he's basically like Ratner. Brett Ratner, you could tell. I mean, not Brett Ratner. Uh, the dude that did uh, Brian Singer. Yeah, you could tell Brian Singer did not like superhero movies. Mm-hmm. So putting him in charge of X Men, the shit never fit because you could tell that he was working in a genre that he didn't care about. I, I think that boiled down to you know we've signed this dude for a such and such movie contract. Just give him this. We don't expect it. To well, work. no, he had a hit. That was the trick was uh, Singer had a hit with App Pupil. Yeah. And that's how he got X-Men. Uh, Snyder had had a hit with, hell, Watchmen did well. 300 was a big deal. So they were like, well, we just move him over into, into DC and, and it didn't work. His Superman was too dark. And that's just it. Superman has to be the Boy Scout. He's he's he is the role model for other superheroes in that world. So you got to get him right. You get him right, and everything else will kind of fall into place. You screw him up, like Man of Steel did, and it screwed up everything. You know, Wonder Woman splat. You know, you look at the Snyder cut of Justice League. Wonder Woman splattering people up against walls and disintegrating people. Like Jesus Christ, you just did that in front of a bunch of school kids, you sick bitch. Yep. It's and then they wonder well, why don't they got a core group of damn near psychotic fans, but outside of that, everybody else looks at it and goes, I watched this shit, I didn't like it, I didn't feel good when I left it. It's depressing, it's weird, it's self-important, and in the case of the Snyder cut, it's too goddamn long. When Aquaman was the brightest movie you had next to Suicide Squad, yeah. There, there was more killing in the... In when the one of the brightest movies you have is called Suicide Squad, you have a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, this has become bashing the Snyder yeah. again, so let's move on because we got other stuff to talk about. Uh, they've been releasing some stuff on the new He-Man, He-Man cartoon. Master of the Universe Revelation by Kevin Smith coming to Netflix. And when I saw the shot of like, you know, uh, He-Man and Skeletor crossing swords, I was like, okay, that's not too bad an art style. 
Yeah, the art I style. Love the, I love the art style. Yeah, the art style is beautiful. It's the rumors I'm hearing about the, the story. The story, I'm like, you wheeze me? I'm feeling, I'm, 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 just based off what I heard so far, I'm, I'm feeling Netflix Voltron vibes. I love the look of Netflix Voltron. I love it. Stories sucked complete ass. You had the the one season, little half season of that that I enjoyed. I think it was season five. It was the one that went into like the history of Voltron where they actually make it. Mm-hmm. And they find the dimension with the different metal and back when Zarkon was the pilot of the black line and all that. The When they go back and tell like the origin, that season is neat as shit. That is the only season of that show I can say I enjoy it. I sat there and watched that and was like, if it keeps going like this, it's a winner. Other than that, it was just a pretty mess. It was gorgeous. I love the look of it. But the story sucked. It was dull in parts. I think throughout the whole damn thing, I don't think you have, but maybe three Robies show up in the whole damn thing. And it was like, eh. Yeah. Just, no. <laughs> it's just a big no. So what is the rea- what is the fan reaction online to the... So they released a trailer uh, for it, haven't they? Well, they they haven't had a trailer, and it's, it's one of those kind of things where if you look at the parts that is blatantly He-Man, when you see He-Man, Skeletor... There's a shot of like the sorceress in He-Man. There's He-Man in on Battle Cat. There's a real neat shot of Beast Man, uh, classic Teela. When you see that, people for the most part are like, oh hell yeah. Cause it looks, the art looks great. Uh the one, the one problem that you start to see online is that shot where it's Teela, General Audra. Evil Lynn, Roboto, and Orko that people are going to oh shit. Because the rumor is He-Man and Skeletor and the classic Masters of the Universe is either the first episode or the first half of the first episode. And the rest of the thing is basically Teela and her band of misfits trying to find the power sword, put together the power sword, some kind of something. And that's that shot with the Motley crew that, yeah, just Tila's running around in the weird battle armor. She's kind of mannish looking. She's got the weird, what used to be in our generation, like the punk haircut where you had like the long hair on one side, but you shaved the other side of your head. Yeah. Which, you know, in our generation was the sure sign that you crazy as shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, think about it. A lot of times, a lot of times when you saw a character with that haircut, they were nuts. Well, it's a more, yeah. it's a slightly more mainstream hairstyle now. But. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, I'm an '80s kid. I'm the motherfucker that was actually fans of this shit. So I look at it and go, oh, I look at that haircut and go, villain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, to me, that haircut will ha- has always re- screamed villain, especially since the Fifth Element, and you had uh, yeah, Gary Oldman had, had the same that haircut. haircut. And I'm like, well, as soon as I saw him, well, hello, Mr. Villain. You know, what I mean, it it just that's why on, on the Supergirl TV show, when they had her sister wearing that haircut, I'm like, so she's the villain now? And, and Jennifer's like, what do you mean? It's the haircut. Yeah, it, it was literally the haircut of crazy people. 
But yeah, you get to see, oh, and Orko is in that, which Orko looks bigger and kind of demonic. Which I don't care because it's Orko. I don't give a shit. But, you know, anything, truly just about anything they do to Orko would be an improvement. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's one of those, it's Netflix, so I am not even cautiously optimistic. I ain't gonna lie and say I ain't gonna watch the first one because as long as they got like that classic looking He-Man stuff, I'll watch it. The second they go into something else, yeah, I'm probably done. I doubt I'll, you know, and since it's Netflix and they'll all drop in a chunk, you know, it may be one of them things where I watch the first episode and then I watch the last episode to find out how it ends and that's it. I can believe that. Hell, why is that life that you wasted? Shit is bullshit. Yeah, you and I watched uh, some of the Transformers last Transformers yeah. show, and I'm like, this is some bullshit. Yeah, because you know, you know, when it started glitching up, I've never come back over and said, let's watch the rest of it. And I've got Netflix now, and I ain't even tempted to watch it because it was like, yeah, I see where it's going. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I Netflix is Netflix is quickly becoming the place where eighties kids' favorite shows go to die. Yeah, well, that's that's like you know Jennifer as a kid, she liked the Shira, and she tried to watch the Shira thing, oh, that poor and was like, "The hell is this shit?" Yeah. I think she got through an episode and a half, yeah. and she was just like, "No, nah, I'm good." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, and, they, and they cut, and the weird thing is they cut their own throats with that because that's that's the fun thing about Gen X is Gen X did not grow up. So if you give us something, that's, if you tweak it just enough to make it where it's not quite so kiddy, you'll have a bunch of fucking 40-year-old, 40-year-old, damn near 50-year-old man like all up in that shit. Yeah, yeah. But they'll, they'll, you know, they'll Gen Z that shit, and it's like one thing, like, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they answer questions that we never even asked. Yeah. What's Skeletor's sexual preference? Ugh, I don't want to know about Skeletor's get down. Nope, <laughs> don't need to know that. But well, speaking, of where, speaking of where, speaking uh, of where Gen Xers, you know, 80s favorites go to die, we've got the Snake Eyes trailer. Yeah. Speaking uh, of which, I uh, I was having a discussion last night with a couple of guys, and I had made the comment, you know, everybody, oh, yeah, I'll go see that theater. And I'm like, no, I, I'll, I'll wait for it to come out for rental, and I'll rent it. And one of the guys like, but they've ca- finally cast an Asian guy as Snake Eyes. And I said, look, I got nothing against the actor, but as a kid of, you know, that, you know, I'm Gen X. I grew up with the G- original G.I. Joe comic book, and Snake Eyes was a blonde, blonde white, white guy. dude. And I said, you know, all the most of the Joes were veterans of the Vietnam War at that point. And, you know, him, uh, Storm Shadow, and Stalker were all part of a long-range reconnaissance team. And him and uh, Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes were best friends, and Stalker was the new guy. But he was in charge of him because of his rank. And it was one of those things of, yeah, man, when we get out of the army, you can come work for the family and you can join the family business. 
and you never knew what the family business was when you, you knew as, as a as a reader but you know if you're seeing the scene as a because it's a flashback you just think oh he's gonna go out you know it's not until they get out of the service because their their last mission goes sideways and snake eyes gets you know messed up his face gets scarred up and when he goes and his he goes home and his parents and sister are coming to the airport to pick him up. They die in a car crash. So he's got nothing left in America for him. So he does go to Japan and takes uh, Storm Shadow up on his offer to join the family business. And it's then he finds out, oh, y'all are ninjas. I got nothing else. And he threw his heart and soul in it where Storm Shadow just kind of looked at it as, yeah, I've been doing this all my life. No big, you know. He didn't take it as serious where Snake Eyes had nothing left and he put his heart and soul in it. That's why he became the uh, uh, the full, the, the, what was... Uh, Hiroshikage. Yeah, Hiroshikage's uh, number one choice to take over the school when he died. And it was that that pissed... Are you talking about the, was it Hardmaster? Hardmaster. And, you know, he was like, you know... Storm Shadow, you know, my son isn't taking this seriously enough. I want you to be my successor. And, you know, at that time, yeah, Snake Eyes could still talk. It wasn't until one of the, either the first or second Joe mission that you see in flashbacks that his throat gets sliced trying to save Scarlet that he loses the ability to talk. So I didn't have, I don't have as much problem with him talking in the movie as I do that they've recast him as an Asian dude. I got nothing against Asian people, Asian actors and actresses. Hey, you know, more roles y'all get, the better. I'm looking at it as from a, a standpoint. Now, if they go, we're going to retcon this, and they're both veterans of Iraq, Afghanistan, or the Desert War, whatever. Okay, but keep that core thing of, hey, when I got... Cause you didn't have that in you didn't have that in the last GI Joe movies. Cause they show you Snake Eyes Origin where he was a little kid that was starving and you know the family took him in and cause you had cause you had him and Stormy fighting shit from day one. Yeah, in that first true. movie. That's true. But you know I would be you know like oh he comes home oh his parents are and sister are dead. I can kind of you know give me something of the original Snake Eyes origin. Don't just say, "Oh, we're gonna throw all that in the trash." But the thing is, that's 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 kind of the thing now is they they want the name from the IP, and then they give you something that's ain't got shit to do with yeah what made it popular in the first place. Because mm-hmm. I I had a friend that was I was talking to about that, and he was like, "You know, y'all sound like a bunch of old men doing this, that, and the other." And I was like, "Well, what's I'm an old man? Well, well, what yeah. I'm- no, my thing was this. No, what you want to call those is fans because the reason why this IP has got enough popularity that they took this name to make this goddamn movie is the fact that you got a bunch of fucking 40-year-olds that's still in the G.I. Joe. Yeah. Well, 40 and 50-year-olds. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm 50. I ain't, ain't embarrassed to say it. Hey, you know, I'd been getting, you know, Marvel Legends. I you know, was cherry-picking them. These G.I. Joe figures, man, I'm trying to get my hands on every figure I can. It's like, yep. I want yeah. that one. Six, that one six, 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 six Inch Joe's was kind of the dream of G.I. Joe fans as soon as Hasbro got Marvel Legends. But the the trick about the movie is, yeah, I don't want to talk in Snake Eyes. I don't truthfully, 
It wouldn't make a difference what the hell was under the damn mask because he should never take the shit off. Yeah. Or if he and, does, and, you, can, you can see him from behind. I mean, in the cartoon, yeah. he was out of his suit once or twice, but you never actually saw him. Yeah. In the in the cartoon, you never saw any part of Snake Eyes. Hell, even when Snake Eyes put on a disguise where he was dressed like Boy George, he was still in the fucking Snake Eyes suit. Yeah, yeah, he was. Because that was the one where they meet Shipwreck. Yeah, and they get up on the stage with the singer in the Cobra Club. Yeah, he's dressed like Boy George if Boy George was wearing Snake Eyes costume under Boy George's outfit. He didn't take off shit. The only yeah, thing you saw in the cartoons of Snake Eyes was in that original, in the original five episodes, you could see his hands. Yeah. That was it. That's all you ever seen of flesh on Snake Eyes. Yeah, well, even in the book. In the books, they would show him from behind, from behind. so you knew he was a, a white dude. Well, in, in the uh, flashback where they were in Vietnam, yeah, you see a, a side profile of his face, but he's got glasses on, and he's got the boonie hat pulled down, and you can't see a full... It's like the Judge Dredd mask, and you see half of his face in shadow, and you see his lower jaw. When you see that he's blonde head, they're showing him from behind with face wrap, part of his face wrapped up where he's injured, and you see his blonde crew cut, and he's standing at the airport waiting on his family to get and, you know... A cop comes, I think it's a cop, comes up to tell him, hey, you know, your family's dead. And, you know, it's one of those things of, after that, you don't ever see it. Because when he goes to Japan and they, you know, to join the family business, yeah, he's got a ninja hood on. From that, also, that also brings up uh, some troubling things about if, since this is Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins, if you are building toward like a G.I. Joe movie, because, you know, a Hasbro verse has been a rumor thing for a while. Henry Golding ain't gonna do the Mandalorian. <laughs> you, ha you have not paid that kind of money to get to get somebody out of crazy rich Asians to cover his ass up 24-7. Yeah. And I, I'm just not I am just not interested in a snake eyes that's basically Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Where you know the hood, the helmet always gets damaged. Uh, he's taking the shit off. Of the, nah, you have it. Yeah, you, well, you're setting a bad precedent. It's well, just like that damn Superman. You're starting off wrong. Yep. Yeah, well, that's like the actor. Uh, see, was it Andrew Koji? I think is how you pronounce his last name. That's gonna play Storm Shadow. You know, he's doing the uh, uh, show. Oh, uh, was it? Crap! My brain is. Let's say uh, a good time or a bad time to. State that I'm pretty sure I've never seen an episode of G.I. Joe. What do you believe? Yeah, it's not too shocking. Uh, yeah. No, Cartoon Network ran them, so I'd be surprised if you... I'm, I'd be surprised if you weren't in the room when it was on at some point. But no, that's not actually too shocking. Yeah. Because, truthfully, G.I. Joe, as far as something worth a damn, ended in about 88. Yeah. Because I want to say... I want to say, because G.I. Joe, the cartoon, the, the, a real American hero run, ended just like Transformers did. Transformers ended with uh, that five-part thing that introduced the Headmasters and Target Masters. G.I. Joe ended when they did G.I. Joe the movie, but it didn't come out theatrically. They dropped it in, in five parts, just like the season opener, Yeah, and it ended with the season opener. That was it. You never had a... Yeah, because... Well, you had a couple of seasons, a season, at least one season after that, but it was a different company doing it, I think, and it was yeah. basically a different cartoon. That was G, that was was it G.I. Joe Extreme? Yeah, yeah. 
Bad but idea. I don't hardly count that damn thing. No. Because they changed the action figures and half their body wouldn't move. And I'm like, well, the thing, but the cartoon still had, because you end up with like Cobra Command in the armor because they fix him from being a snake. And yeah, they yeah. take out Serpentor. Because they had one character that I like, but I forget what his name was. He was a character that had like missiles all over his body and he was always hollering bang, zoom, and they, when he shoot him. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of the character's name. Because you had the one where they took out. Where Co- the Joes and Cobra took on what was the name of the drug organization? Was it Crack? Because yeah, it's it's the one murder that they have in the cartoon is because the the drug dealer is the leader of that. Yeah, they kill his ass. Very firm anti drug message. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Don't do drugs, Sell- kids. A Cobra Commander will cap your ass. <laughs> Not only will the Joes and Cobra set aside years of of warfare. They will bust a cap in your ass. Yep. You know how we usually miss? Well, not today. Zap. <laughs> so what else we got? Unless somebody, unless you got a G.I. Joe rant. Are you excited for it? No. I've watched the trailer and it's like, it looks looks better than Shang-Chi, but that's about all I can say for it. Damn. I mean, it looks like it might be a decent action flick, but it's kind of like, yeah, it's got absolutely nothing to do with Snake Eyes. Other than he'll probably be in the costume at like the very end or something. Yeah. Warrior. That's the name of the TV show that uh, uh, Andrew Koji's in on HBO or Cinemax, one of the two. But, you know. I don't care. They got a dude placed on Shadow from the last one. I like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But while you were talking, the the name of the show uh, popped in my head. Basically, it it's uh, what the original Kung Fu was supposed to be. You know, how Bruce... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You have to be out for a bit now, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been out. It's on its second or third season. Oh, okay. And, you know, great show. The uh, the guy that the, is the lead role, Koji, his first five minutes of the show, he proves he ain't no slouch. I mean, he kicks seven different kinds of ass. And, you know, the... the different uh, Asian gangs and the thing, you know, they, they vie for who's going to be the new foot soldier. And he gets a job just like that with them. And he, he slides right on past over half the guys because this guy don't even need a, a hand axe to, to kick ass. This dude beats your ass, takes your axe and throws it away. You know, He's Bruce Lee. Yeah. Bruce Lee. And All right. Well, anyway, okay. we probably need to wrap up here before Danny keeps going into this old show. <laughs> this supposed to be this supposed to be current Get news, and you're talking about some third season show. <laughs> but uh, Get off my lawn. But anyway, if any of y'all out there, uh, you know, have seen the Snake Eyes trailer or the He Man uh, art, or you know, have any particular opinion on the discovery, you know, buying Warner Media, or just want to make a comment about the show. Don't want to uh, chastise Danny for his hate of women. Whatever. Or complain that Taylor has not watched G.I. Joe. Uh, you can contact us at thenerdeternal at gmail.com. You can find us at thenerdeternal.com. Uh, you can leave a comment uh, under the YouTube video. Uh, if you'd like to help the show out, you could, you know, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You could leave us a review or a like. Uh, 
Uh, you go to the site. We have a shop. You know, if you wanted some merchandise, uh, just you know, tell your friends. Anything like that helps us out. Tell your enemies. Tell your family members that uh, care nothing about it. Put the word out. But uh, anyway, we'll see y'all next week. Again, I was the your host, the experienced some called Jason, and with me is Ben, the Todd Father, the Token Millennial Tarky, CDL one one three, the droid you're looking for, and we will see y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>